You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. My name is Marshall Hiller. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana. And Katie, I've already been enjoying some fine, uh, fine flour today. It's been one of those days, and I am... I'm very thankful, though. I'm so thankful mm-hmm. that you guys are on the west side of the I-44 traffic and not over <laughs> at I. I was coming down here, and I went, oh, my, could I imagine if we were having to go the other way? I was like, oh, we'd yeah. never get there. We would never been, get there. I've been getting off on Yale. Yep, that's what I was going to say, way. too. Oh. Yeah. Go down yeah, 51st, bad. not 41st, because they're still going to hit the traffic. Well, and there was that one day where at 41st, if you got off at 41st, now it's kind of okay, oh, but yeah. there was a couple of days where they had 41st under construction. Yes, and the it was right down lane. To, yeah, and it was down to one lane, so everybody was thinking they can get off, and it was that was a nightmare. Yeah. I luckily went over mm-hmm. to the left because I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'll take a left, and then I'll take a U-turn, and then everybody up there at the end started going to the right, and I went, hell, okay. So I just hopped over to the right when two people were fighting, got in front of people, and bada-bing, bada-boom. I was out in five minutes. <laughs> Show off. I know. It was amazing. It was amazing. Whenever you have those wins, you got to celebrate, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because I knew we'd be stuck in traffic for hours. That was not fun. Well, we're in the right spot of town. You are. No you traffic. Are. No traffic. Beautiful. Come on down. I-44 <laughs> and Lewis. All right, so what's been going on here this week? Well, we've been getting over the... 420 hangover and just growers are harvesting new flowers coming out everyone's getting excited for new events new things coming so yeah it's just that kind of getting over your 420 stock and on to new things and it's exciting because there's some really good flower coming out (laughs) yeah springtime that's the way it goes right yeah definitely everybody has new strains have you heard anything like what are the 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 new strains that are coming out that it's gonna be some hot ones um well that's what people telling me today some strains okay i can't why because i told them i wouldn't strains that strains that no one else has right yeah strains that no one else has here we just got that lemon berry candy og it's really good that's like totally different than everything i had been smelling and tasting for a while and then some skunk skunk hero yeah skunk hero is coming which we haven't had skunks in a while either um let's see lots of like mint chocolate chips and chips and um that kind of stuff hitting the market i feel like so the last time was was cakes right pancakes or something like that yeah there's lots of runts and flapjacks and pancakes on the market right now it seems like and so now it's it's gone in which direction um i don't know it's there's a lot of flower like purple flower hitting the market which i haven't had purple flower on the shelf in a while so that's new and those purple punch strains and tropicana cookie strains are coming back so more sweetness definitely um i don't know it's just starting I don't know. It's hard <laughs> to remember all the things. But, yeah. Well, maybe very soon we'll get a, another re-update to know what the hot uh, yeah. the hot strains for the spring are. Berries and sweetness and, yeah. 
Strawberry terps. Yeah. Strawberries. Yeah. I wonder if that's planned. Somewhat, somewhat, mm-hmm. but no. I feel like it. Ne- the timeline never works out perfectly, but yeah, it's tried. Yeah. There's a a thought behind it, but yeah, and the fruity coming into the the spring and summer, yeah, makes yeah, sense. Definitely. Yeah, because you want a little bit more of that sp- fruity flavor. Right. This is one I can't tell the can't tell you what strain it oh, is. Oh, you can't tell what it is. No, he's hi- hiding. He's keeping it a secret. Are you calling on my expertise eyes to uh, to figure out? Yeah, what, what all it colors is? you see in there? Oh, who the fuck knows? <laughs> <laughs> a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Hmm. Is that a purple? Yeah, it's a deep dark purple. Mm-hmm. It's almost got like a little bit of a blue tint to it. It looks like. And then is that like an orangey hair? Definitely an orangey hair. <laughs> Definitely. Orange, purple. I feel blue. like blue. Yeah. A lot of purple weed hitting the market yeah. again. The uh, you know green weed is taking such a hit in you know social media, and it gets such a bad rap. But I mean the, the bright green, yeah. Weed. But, it's, but I, I mean, love it's, it. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what you want in person. Yeah, <laughs> but the Which purple is, is taking. You know, everybody demands the purple, and then all of a sudden, you know, it's a influx of purple, and then I, you know, hopefully the green weed comes makes a comeback. So right. there's a bunch of people out there that are producing some super fire green weed so it doesn't you know i don't discriminate no and uh blue face if you're listening i got your blue weed that you wanted me to grow <laughs> nice come on down so why on social does it not go well i don't know i mean the pictures don't look as yeah. good yeah people like people like the color or at least they think they do and like the like bright green weed usually well i mean sometimes it's covered in frost but like Typically, some of them are not, and so then when you photograph it, especially like not on a not on a great camera, it doesn't see it doesn't see all of it very well, and it just looks flat. It looks flat. That makes sense. That makes sense. All right, Lucas, please introduce yourself. Excited to uh, finally get to sit down. I know. Uh, <laughs> I messed up one of those. That's was definitely my fault. My That's all right. Were, we're coming in. And I didn't realize it. <laughs> we had to right. reschedule. Yeah, time. keep the so. anticipation up. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's all good. So yeah, thank you guys for having me. Um, my name is Lucas Whaley, um, grower and owner at Spring Fed Farms. We're a small batch craft grow out of Southern Oklahoma. Um, it's just myself and my two brother-in-laws, and that's a little shooting match, and What's, we're making it happen. What part of Southern Oklahoma? Man, we're on the Oklahoma-Texas border, basically on the Red River. So it's a town called Thackerville. Home, oh, yeah, I know where Thackerville uh, is. Home of the world's largest casino, the Windstar. Yep. That's where uh, I stay there. stay there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a doozy. The world's largest casino? That's their claim. Yep, it is huge. It's over a mile long. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like, um, like not square footage because i'm sure some are taller but maybe Linear. it's the like yeah, yeah wide your feet is, yeah, like, yeah. Maybe, like that because i well, think it is like to well, be the land the, maybe the flat. amount of square footage of the actual casino property area oh yeah that like the floor because all the stuff in vegas and everybody else has yeah. all that other stuff right. going on maybe uh-huh. this is like every they have like it's large themed r- areas of the yeah uh, you have casino. rome you yeah. have italy you have different oh, wow. venice so I this think. is the yeah. one when you're going down 75 i-35 what's the one going down 75 that's another casino it's a different that thing's huge um, that's massive 
Yeah. That's the one I thought we were talking about. No, this one's like no, you're going down past one? Norman. Yep. Yeah. That way. Straight down 35. Right before you get to Texas, it's on the yeah, east side of the highway. Yeah, I just never go. Yeah, this I, is. I never go 35. I used to have to work west, there. Right? Or in that area. Then you're thinking? It's hmm? further west yes. than you're thinking? Yeah, yeah. correct. Yep. yep. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah, the one that you're thinking of is south of Durant, I think. I travel all over the state now, so I've, I've got a little bit of a preview of every. He quarter. knows where all the casinos. Yeah, are. definitely. <laughs> yep, and all the good dispensaries. All right, is that is that where you grew up? You've been so there I'm actually uh, out, I grew up on the out by Keystone Lake. Um, yeah, went to school in Cleveland, Oklahoma, um, and then when I met my wife when we were in college, uh, you know, she was uh, she's from Thackerville. Whenever we got married, we moved down there and. Um, Started did, to grow. Did you go, oh? Yeah, 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 you know, <laughs> lo- love will make you do crazy things, right? But, well, uh, Cleveland is not much bigger. <laughs> right, I, I right, think. yeah. Um, yeah, but still, I it's mean. It's a different location. Yeah, like Packerville. <laughs> yep. You- so my mom and dad went to Cleveland, and I was raised up around Keystone Lake really? as well. Yeah, nice. Appalachia Bay area. Oh, that's, yeah, right. Yep. Right at home. That's cool. But yeah, no, Thackerville's cool. been a great place for us, man. There's a lot of good people down there, and uh, it's been a, it's definitely been a blessing. How? Well, the, like well, I like well, I said, I mean, what's the town? Was well, it two hundred? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I don't really know the population. There's a store and a you know and a uh, and a post office and like fourteen dispensaries and thirty five grows. <laughs> um, so it's it's crazy. And then the you know the casinos are right there, and that that thing dwarfs the whole city of the town. So um, do people that stay at the casino come and shop? At, at the dispensaries, they try to, but I would say like ninety percent of the of the uh, people that go to to the casino from are from Texas. Texas. Yeah, yeah. so well, they can get a card; they just don't have one. No, so there's geez. like there's literally that's what these towns need exact, are people. Exactly. How do like, they get a card? Doing those cards, you can get an out of state card, and now in the beginning, an out of state card only lasted a month, but now. An out-of-state card lasts two years, just like an in-state card. So if you're on the border by yeah. Texas, you might as well get one. I know that that's what they're doing over there, the Arkansas border. Like the Oklahoma-Arkansas border has been popping, and yeah. I know that's they're doing a lot of that uh, temporary card right over there. Well, it's not. There's a temporary card, and then there's an out-of-state card. It, will that apply to the Texans, though? I mean, that yeah, might. It will. Yeah. It will. You hmm. can get an out-of-state card. Even though it's not legal in Texas? Yeah, because Arkansas is legal. Right. So, so you have your Arkansas card, yeah. then you get your... Mm-hmm. It's like a reciprocity thing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't do cards anymore. I push it on I feel like people, since it's not legal in Texas, you're not going to be able to get a probably, maybe. card here. Temporary but, or the two-year one. Thackerville will be a crazy spot, though, if but and when that, we see Rick. Isn't that oh, yeah, be a good area. Where, uh, where there's been a lot of... Bust and yeah, like, the OBN I think it might have a, have a headquarters down there right now. <laughs> They've been taking people out left and right. Now what's going on with that? I I mean a lot of uh, a lot of organized crime setting up shop in the in the southern Oklahoma region. I mean they call it the Shady Five Eighty for a reason, I guess. No, because, I don't know what that means. What, shady Five Eighty. Yep, yep. Five Eight Zero area code. Yep, yep. Oh. Why is it shady? Well, a lot, I guess a lot of crime. Right there on yeah, the border. Yep. I-35 is a big corridor. you wow. got the world's largest casino. I mean, crazy yeah. things can happen. Oklahoma City has been like the hub. That's, that's where you stop overnight so you don't have to drive at dark. Yep, yep. Because of all the highways the intersect right in Oklahoma City, and we're in the middle of the whole nation, the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
if, if you think so about like, it, Oklahoma from like a <laughs> from a trafficking point of view, it's a it's the perfect place, and that's probably why so many of these organized crime you know syndicates have set up in Oklahoma, small towns. Yep, small t- rural Oklahoma. They get out in the middle of nowhere. People aren't messing with them, and they can just run wild. But the OBN is doing their job and and putting a stop to some of it. They can't probably stop it all, but so the OBNDD is the syndicate. Yeah, exactly. So well, and they're a lot larger today than they were five ten years ago apparently like this has really grown their operation and they're doing a lot of yeah they're shutting a lot more people down yeah than they used to i don't know how that really helps the like the the white market i guess you say because like i don't that black market weed isn't really affecting i don't think like my cells but i mean it's probably better to not have them in the state than it is to have them so i'm glad that they're doing something to you know get them out it definitely affects your sales. You think so? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, that's that's interesting that you say that because right, we've had somebody on that they said that it directly has been affecting. Their well, sales, she was the a dispensary open mm-hmm. opener or owner. So. Yeah. Well, and yeah. She's a grower. That's good. We need uh, we but. need all the help we can get to to you know weed out the bad apples and make sure we're doing it legit and give the people like us a good fair chance to to compete. But so that's the ironic part, though, right, Katie is. Hearing from both sides, one side says, "Yeah, it dramatically affects me," and then he doesn't think it affects really him at all. Why? Because you're so boutique. Maybe I guess. Is I mean, why but you think I, that? I just think of it from the po- like point of view as those people that are producing that marijuana for the black market. They're not trying to sell it to you or to other dispensary owners. So, like, that's not really my. It's really not a direct competition. I feel like like they're gonna get, move it out of state eventually. That's what yes, I was thinking. Most, most, most of, of it. it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Most, most of it going down to Texas. Probably. You, you yeah. have your dispensaries that still buy black market weed and oh, sell it in their dispensaries. There you yeah, go. Yeah, some people are doing that. And then so there's still people in the state selling black market weed on the street. Yeah. So some of it's staying in, true, true. in the state. Yeah. And then, so yeah, it's, it's getting it's to a consumer. Outside, and, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it goes to Texas, Kansas, Arkansas, Missouri. So... Yeah, I mean, it affects it, definitely. So when did you move down there? Uh, moved down to Thackerville in 2019. Um, yeah, 2019. And what made you want to get into the industry? Man, the... Uh, you saw how much everybody else was doing? No, you know, not well, not really. The, Shady 5A, uh, <laughs> I better fucking the, roll. The need in Thackerville. Yep, yep. No, there's the, yeah, the supply's already there. Um <laughs> You know, the idea of having to grow, growing marijuana has been one of those like romanticized things in my head for a long time. Uh, actually, my buddy and I back in college, we were like, you know, we should just qu- drop out right now, go to Colorado, start our gr- start a grow, you know, out in the mountains and, and, you know, be good, live, you know, live the life of a grower. Oh, yeah. Let's let's talk about uh, <laughs> about your your early youngster days. Oh, yes. So when's the first time that you smoked? What did you smoke out of? <laughs> and how old were you? Um, so I actually didn't smoke until I got out of high school. Um, I, I played sports, and I didn't even want to mess with the chance of getting popped for a drug test. So I got out of high school, and uh, I think like probably most people smoked out of a can the very first time. Not advisable, and I'm glad I didn't do it very often. But uh, it was, you know, who knows what it was. It probably was brown and definitely didn't taste very good mexican with, mixed with aluminum mexican and, weed yeah yeah and a, and a little bit of remnants of keystone light um but you know 
that was probably the first it's experience. Not bush latte, though, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we all got our preferences. That's that's it. <laughs> as long as it tastes like beer. <laughs> yeah. Not some Cold, I, yeah. IPA stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyways, that was like my first experience with it. But uh, I've always been an like an advocate for marijuana. Like it's never been something that I thought was bad that we should be, you know, um, criminalizing. And so. Like I said, whenever I was in college, I, you know, I had one of my best friends and I, we always, you know, tossed it, played with that idea. Like, Hey, we should just go start to grow. And then, uh, opportunity came about whenever, um, after I got married that, uh, her brothers and I, we, we didn't have really, we didn't have a steady job at the time. And we were like, Hey, you know, let's, let's do it. Let's try our hand at this. They had a little bit of exposure to the industry. Um, I had none prior, prior to starting it just, uh, you know, just an idea, a dream, and ready to rock, and we we made it happen. We built our facility. I mean, uh, how'd, yeah, how'd you make it happen? It's so, a lot of work to yeah, go from, from idea of hey, I just want to start it to from concept to reality. It's yeah. been quite the uh, journey, um, but like I said, blessings because we have so many people in our life that have been uh, helpful and facilitated. You know this process where. Myself and my two brother-in-laws, the other growers and the other owners of Springfed Farms, were able to just dive headfirst into learning how to build a building, learning how to pour concrete, learning how to run electrical, plumbing, build tables, then grow weed. I mean, and we had some people in our life that really, like I said, really helped facilitate that and made made it happen, help make it happen for us. So, um, without those influences and that. Uh, that help we we wouldn't have been able to get to where we're at now. Uh, so what's your I mean what's your what's your basically your, your stamp on the industry, you know? What's your go to? What what are you known for? Well, you know, we're uh we're just getting our branding rolled out right now. So we you know we the first couple years of, of the grow experience was perfecting how to grow flower. And like I said, had no prior experience. Uh, whenever we got in my brother-in-laws, they did Parker and Levin had a little bit of brief exposure to it. Um, but that was what our main focus was. We didn't even think about branding. We thought about branding and, and it was a, just a complete for our, you know, thought in the back of our head, like, Hey, we got a brand at some point, but right now, Object number one is learn how to grow and grow quality. Because if you put a sweet brand on bad quality, it's not going to matter. So we built the we built the flower up, and then we started branding, and we had were lucky enough to uh, yeah. So what's your good flower? Stumble across a strain called yeah. Gas Truffle oh, and okay. Island Freeze. So those are the two strains that we're kind of building our building our rep on right now. Um, Gas Truffle is a compound genetic and a compound and. Uh, Canarado. They came together. They made gas truffle. Um, then Weast Farms brought Island Freeze to the market. We scooped those seeds, and now we're growing both those strains. All right. So talk to me about the gas truffle. Okay, I can talk to you all day about gas truffle. So, like I said, a compound genetic uh, and a Canarado collaboration. Uh, it's Malibu Mirage crossed with grape gasoline. It's a heavy hybrid. It is. He- it always tests high in the mirror scene. We've we've had this flower test as high as four point seven terp, and um, it's always in the high threes to mid to high fours. And it's just it's a it's one of those strains that you you're really like you covet covet it when you find it. Like okay, this is something special. Um, and then same with the island freeze, man. The island freeze is that uh, golden pineapple crossed with the menthol, and the that strain has been a consistent four percent terp since we started growing it. 
but back to the gas truffle, um, like to show our, uh, you know, show how green we really were to this. We bought three packs of gas truffle seeds, put them all in cocoa, popped them all at the same time and put them all into flour. Didn't think about, oh, well, there's going to be herms in these. There's going to be different phenos in these. And uh, when whenever there was like 18 different types of gas truffle growing in our room, we were like, what in the world happened here? You know what I mean? So we were able to start our phenol hunt process immediately. But in, in the, the same vein, like it really affected the first couple of crops because we were pheno hunting as we were growing it and that you were chopping plants out left and right and every time you chop a plant down there's you know a quarter pound of dried flour so and we didn't have a very big room to begin with so we literally we learned how to pheno hunt the hard way but now we have two phenos of gas truffle that are phenomenal and we got some of it here today yep can't wait to smoke it yeah well yeah we sold out real quick here the gas truffle Yep, went, went quick. It's one of those that, like, that and the Island Freeze, and I'll talk about those, I mean, as much as you want, but as soon as, like, once people start to really hit on them, they really appreciate the quality of it. And the other day, I was actually at a dispensary that I've been selling to um, for a long time, and I, I, there was a guy out in the car waiting uh, at the dispensary, and I handed him a couple stickers, and I was like, hey, man, you know, uh, here's some stickers. And he's like, he, at first, he was real reluctant, you know, like, I don't I don't want your stickers, and he saw the name on the, on the sticker, and he was like, oh, Spring Fed. He's like... Y'all have that gas truffle, right? Man, it made me feel so good because it's like something that we've really like we've pheno hunted it, we've tested it, we we've curated it, we've put our stamp on it, and to have somebody that doesn't know me and barely knew the name of our grow to recognize the gas truffle, it was awesome. That is cool. Yeah, that's very cool. It's a boost. So yeah, what, what does somebody? What does the patient get? Why? Why does? Why do they get gas truffle? Well, I think the. I mean the the nose on gas truffle is awesome. Uh, it's got that funky. There's two two phenos. Number two and number five. Number two's got that real pungent, like just stinky gas on it. Number five is more what I call the sweet gas. It's got more of that grape grape gasoline come through. Um, and I think that the nose obviously sells sells both phenos. And then once you get it and you you, you grind it up, it's a dense flower. Um, it's got a lot of myrcene in it and it hits you it's a really heavy like i said heavy hybrid heavy hybrid hybrid smoke that people just keep coming back to yeah what's the heavy part the it's like mind it's like the mind and it's mind and body it's like both both of those two things are are i don't know it's synergistic and it's uh it's a good strain so you're right. ready to go to sleep. <laughs> well, okay, and I will say that. Like, number five, I feel like, has a little bit more of a euphoric effect. Like, it's a little bit more uplifting, whereas number two is, like, the real heavy hitter. We have the five here. Yeah, right? we have the five today. Oh, good. Yeah, and that's why I brought it. Number five is my favorite. We all have all the growers. We have our favorite. You know, there's three of us, and we all have our favorite. You know, we have our babies. Number five is mine. And it's funny because, uh, you know, I pulled for number five to make make it to the final round of cuts, and Parker and Levin, they had they, – Parker really liked number two, and Levin really liked number one, but t- two and five or what are, are here right now. So, Yours, Your girl made it, huh? Yeah, my girl made it, number five, man. <laughs> so, yeah, number five right now, uh, 23.35 THC, 3.9 on the terps. Yeah, and like Lucas said, myrcene is the top terpene. We have caraophylline and then linalool. Is the third. Yep. Can't wait to smoke some. Well, let's go do it then. Let's make it happen. All right. We'll be back. 
Hey guys, while everyone's out smoking, let me tell you about Cush Lounge. We just opened up the dog park. You can bring your dog and chill after you get your medicine. You can come out back, play some games. We've got cornhole. We've got ping pong. There's going to be sound baths on our calendar coming up. We're going to have yoga, all kinds of fun stuff. Check out our Instagram page at Cush Lounge Tulsa. See you soon. And welcome back to the Cush Life Podcast. Here you go, Marshall. <laughs> Take over. Hey, I think mission accomplished, right? Get us all high. I, I'd say it definitely did the job, you know, gas truffle, um, number five. That's why I picked it. I, I, like the, I like the effects of this pheno. Yeah, I'm high. It's good. Yeah, good stuff. Good. All right, but what kind of high? I'm in the head. I'm in the head, uh, high forehead. Yeah, definitely. for sure. Yeah. What are you going to do? If you could go do something, I could what do would anything. you do? I would do anything right now. I feel like, I don't know. What, frisbee what would golf. you want to do? Do some Frisbee golf. Play some on, basketball? Out on Riverside. I'd play basketball. Uh, you could definitely, yeah. I'm right? not. I'm not antsy. I'm not antsy, but I could definitely go do something. Right on the edge of antsy. Yeah, like yeah. I'm ready to go. Yeah. And then when I get there and be like, I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay, I think we're all on the same page. Pretty good. <laughs> like this is a bad idea. <laughs> too much, too much. <laughs> oh man. I love it. Like, are you a baller? I mean I you know I, yeah. I like to play. Sound like a challenge. I like to play. But <laughs> it's not a challenge. I'll, I'll <laughs> just say that me and my boys are probably gonna play tonight. I'm just saying. Like even yeah. if it's like ten o'clock when oh, I get so home, so you're hyping yourself yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty <laughs> much. You have a long drive home, yep. so you're just yep. hyping yourself yep. up. <laughs> no, but you're staying here. <laughs> I'm going out back to the lake tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not um, as far. Not as far. Keystone. Keystone Lake, man. Born and raised. And you're gonna go play basketball? Probably so. Have you ever heard of the game where like there's a wall and you throw a quarter and see who gets closest to the wall? <laughs> yeah, it, I I think I have heard that one. I've seen it. I've played it. Why? In bars. It's like a bar yeah. game. I'd never seen it in a bar. I'd never seen it anywhere until I went to small town Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And I went out to this party, and that's <laughs> that's what they did for fun. At a house party? I went, you guys are serious. <laughs> yeah, They're nice, like, yeah. Nice. And I was like, fuck yeah, let's roll. That's <laughs> like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all you do. Like, yep. And I just went, wow. Okay, <laughs> small town. What, did you have fun? Hell yeah, I did. He's yeah. still talking about it. I yeah. Exactly. Made an impact on you. I went out and smoked <laughs> quite a bit, came back in and collected my quarters. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. My winnings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that game too. Because they were drunk and I was high. Who's going to win? <laughs> well, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. All right, what else are you going to do besides throwing quarters? And playing basketball? Um, I don't know, man. I, all what I do you do for fun? All I do is work, I, yeah. and that's okay. But, I mean, you're like a workout guy. Yeah, too. yeah. I mean, that's a part of the deal, too. You kind of have to. You, you would definitely go work. Like, you could work I out could with think, this yeah, thing. I think I could probably do that. Maybe just, like, a light a light workout. Or a light I smoke and then out. work out hard. I hate working out. I do, too. And it's, Once I well, get started, it's easy. I feel like yeah. if I started working out right now and up my, <laughs> blood, my heart rate, I would just be kind of dizzy and, like, not happy. <laughs> not happy but i mean to each their own i'm ready to get my bike fixed so i can go back up to turkey Ooh. i'm ready to ride again. okay nice you do yeah. mountain bikes yeah okay nice 
Yeah, it's nice and easy, though. Yeah. I'm not one of those guys that's in there all You don't go down those hills they have, those big hills? Yeah, yeah, but I got my brake on most of the time. (laughs) I'm cruising. You're there. I don't have the gear, and I don't have all that fancy stuff, but, you know, I'm cruising down. You're you're just a purist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like it. What kind of bike are you riding? Whatever I got from that store at 101st Memorial, I have no idea. Is that T-Town Bikes or something? I don't know. No plugs. Like big, I, I literally have no idea. I have a giant. Yeah, that's big mountain bike tires. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. No, it's a mountain bike. Yeah, yeah. I told him that's what I wanted to go up to Turkey. And but you don't know what kind of bike it is. I don't pay attention <laughs> to this stuff. I just, well, you have to. No, I really have really, no idea. Geez. I have no idea. I, I'm surprised they weren't like this is a giant. I don't this pay attention a, to it either, and Chris does. This is a so Cannondale. I, mean, this I know is what you're blah, saying. Blah 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 blah. I'm I don't have either one of those. How about that? <laughs> Right. I got probably the one down the the nice. aisle a little bit. Are you, you know? are you into bikes too? You like to bike? <laughs> I used to uh ride a lot of mountain biking whenever I didn't work so much. <laughs> yeah. We had street bikes too. Yeah, we had road bikes. Nice. Road bikes, right? right. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I maybe you were doing some BMX stuff. I don't know. Like He's had BMX bikes too. Nice. He's I have all kinds of bikes. If it has wheels <laughs> yeah. or motors, Chris nice. has had it That's or right. has to have it. I like that. <laughs> or I still have it. <laughs> what about the 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 motorized where you hold your remote control and it, the little skateboard that pushes you around. Oh, or a one wheel. Have you all heard of one wheels? Mm-hmm. We have yeah. some. No way. Well, my dad has a one wheel right in there. No way. That's yeah. awesome. We'll see I, if I it's feel like charged this would be up. a good one wheeling. Hi, Strain. What do you think? Definitely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cruising down. Yeah. Well. We have a patient that rides his one wheel up here all the time. That's awesome. That's what he rides every day. Like, doesn't yeah. do a car. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, I see him across town on the one wheel. That's funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So he Shout lives out. down on Brookside, like close to 31st, and he rides all the way here. That's, that's I can see. I mean, if you weren't having to go through the traffic on I-44. <laughs> yeah, hey. True. Right, you're see I him, see you see him pass you on the shoulder. Right? Like, I can see how that one wheel would be faster. <laughs> yeah. And you don't have to put up with stuff on I-75 either, right? True. True. I, yeah, I definitely avoid that area. I'm on the road a lot, though. That's that's like my second job is like being on the road. So, Actually, it might be my first job. So yeah, where get that. do you have like a honey hole town that you're mm. like, oh, this is my favorite little spot? Dang, you know, it feels like those honey hole towns are like a little bit fewer and further between these days. But I will say that we had a dispensary, and we still do, uh, called the Ten Hippies in Paul's Valley. Mm-hmm. Okay, they were these two uh, two sisters. Older ladies, super nice, and uh, they were really like a big part of our success early on. And uh, super nice, they you know they like bought into you know kind of what we had going on with the quality and stuff early when nobody knew who we were, mm-hmm. and like it's still hard to go you know get it. You're just cold calling all day every day. And uh, Judy and Tammy loved it, mm-hmm. loved what we had, and uh, got us through you know to kind of the next level and. Actually, to mention them, they're going to be down at our crawfish boil to, uh, on Saturday. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Crawfish boil <laughs> in Thackerville. I must have missed that email. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. And you know what? That's kind of how I operate. Unfortunately, it's Thursday and it boils Saturday. <laughs> but that's just kind of how I it's kind of how I roll right now. A little bit. Did you, did you send me the, the email invite? The evite? No, it's I've been posting on the Instagram story, and the guy that we're doing it with, Beans Farm and Greens. Okay, let me go ahead and give you the whole rundown real quick on this. This is a little tangent. Okay. So the crawfish boil is going to be Saturday. Um, 
we're going to have beans farming greens out there on his farm. He's an outdoor grower. I mean, it's corn, potatoes, the well, crop right now, mostly just cannabis, but he's like, he's a, <laughs> he's a farmer. Okay. Check him out on Instagram. You'll find out he's a farmer. He's legit. His name is Beans. No, I'm just, I'm just thinking of the boil, man. <laughs> well, thinking of the boil. you'll see if you come out there, you'll see his, his operation and we're going to have four to 500 pounds of crawfish ordered. And the guy who's cooking it is apparently legit because he's from Southeast Texas apparently. where, where, uh, where they make some really good crawfish. By Louisiana. Pretty much. So, All right. I mean, you might need to come check it out is what I'm saying. Sounds like a good time. It sounds like Four a good time. Four to 500 pounds. That's a that's lot. That's a lot of crawfish. We're gonna that's have, a lot. Yeah, live music. Did I say that? No. Live band. Wow. On site. Nice. Hayden Hillard music. Thackerville. It's popping. Popping on a Saturday that's night. That's what I'm saying. Is there, ex- is there an extra... Uh, Geez, what do we call those? Uh, Connex. Oh, Is there an extra Connex uh, that we can stay in if we come Airbnb. out there? Oh, you know what? I think I could make that happen. Probably <laughs> for you guys. But nobody, I mean, maybe so. You might have to. I, we just opened Katie, a new. Uh, might have to crawfish on Saturday. What's the Airbnb place called? Well, the, uh, it's called River of Love Cabins. Yes, River that's why I couldn't remember. Love. And they, uh, they have six romantic getaway cabins on the Red River. Mm. You can rent those out. Just go to riveroflovecabins.com. Um, and just so happens that my wife and I, who my wife is a, I didn't even told, this is another tangent. She's a rock star, works, she does everything that I can't do because I'm gone 90% of the time. So she's been busting it with her dad to get our precious cargo container ready to go for this weekend. But it hasn't hit the market yet. Oh, for the party, so people can for so, stay. So, so, so one so special guest. you're going to christen it. There you go. Special guest could stay well, in the go. precious cargo. Hey. Can we bring our our fan, our squirrel fan, and blow out a tent? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Hot it's going to be outside. It's going to be outside. We could definitely do that. Those things, I know who would appreciate that. My boy Ben would really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. That dude didn't come out of the tent. I'm yes. telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that? Some people stayed in the tent so long. <laughs> Marshall, didn't, Marshall missed this 420, but some people stayed in the tent so long. I don't even know how they did it. Like, I had a patient. I came in and out a good three times, and he was still, still standing in there. And You're I'm like, what the heck? How are your <laughs> eyes not burning and your throat? Like, because once you start coughing, if you cough one time, you're, like, done. Yeah. You can't. You have to really focus on not coughing in there. It's like there. a house fire. Yeah, yeah, the air is so thick that you couldn't it's see from crazy. You couldn't see from me to Katie at any <clears> point in time. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, Marshall's done it. Yeah, yeah, I've it's done it. Yeah, yeah they're hot, super fun. Yeah, you sit in there, but it wasn't for a while. four. I think last time it was only two, wasn't it? Yeah, we kicked it up this year. Yeah, a little we bit more. ramped it up. This four twenty event was definitely it was it, a good one. It was, it was fun. fun. Yeah, we had a lot of people out here. There were a lot of shifts. That's why we had to do it so many times. I mean, and, you know, people want to <laughs> experience the yeah. hot box. Oh, that makes and, sense. but here's the thing: we were. This is our first four twenty event. And so we were here all day, right? Yeah. And my boy Ben, who's been helping they us didn't out, leave all day. who's been helping <laughs> he us out, stayed. right? He does a lot of stuff like for it. us. He's our cert- he's our certified tester, so he can tell us like you know he he knows he's you know he's like he's an aspiring connoisseur, right? This is a national holiday. Yep, exactly. I'm off. He actually works for the cabins, but most of the time, like, if he needs something else to do, he's with us, right? So, but 
he's our designated pop-up guy. If we're at a pop-up, Ben's there, right? <laughs> and uh, he did not come out of the tent all day long. And then, like, he was made sure to let us know. He's like, hey, I never came out of there. I was like, we know, bro. Like, you could have. He's like, I know. I just, <laughs> it was I, I had represent. It was in Nirvana. <laughs> the whole time. Like, uh... There was one time he stuck his head out of the, like, the gap in the corner of the tent. It was so funny. It was yeah, so funny. Yeah, it's hard to breathe in yeah. there. But... That was it's a good fun. time. Thanks for having us at that, by the way. Yep, it was fun. Uh, Katie, t- say a little bit about May 21st. Okay, so May 21st is the next Throwdown Bazaar, which oh. will be the sixth one, I believe. Yeah, that's Six from or seven. 3 to 7 <clears throat> p.m. So that's the normal. Kid-friendly, uh, no bar, no alcohol drinks. We have psychedelic water coming up there this time. So yeah. so the bazaar, the normal cannabis market, uh, there will be other vendors there, but um, people come and go and talk to processors, growers, um, people that are actually making the medicine, growing and making your medicine. So it's a really fun time. And then you can also go to the dispensary that is partnered with that event and buy said products from those growers and processors at wholesale prices during the event which okay. is really nice or sometimes during the enough whole enough about that but what happens at 8 o'clock <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So after that party 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 <laughs> it's gonna be kush after dark it's gonna be what's it called after party kush after dark yeah nice um and we're hosting it. That's Let's why go. it's called Kush After Dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Makes sense. And so Chris has booked a bunch of uh, music artists, different. I've got DJs coming, bands. Uh, I've got a guy that's doing uh, glass. So he'll have his torches out there. and nice. Blowing glass. Yeah, he's nice. blowing glass. There's um, different. Um, I have a guy coming out going to paint a big, big mural on something. Like, I don't know what he's bringing. Vince. Okay. Yeah, we got him coming out. Um, it's gonna be a vibe. It's it's gonna be cool. We're gonna it's gonna be a nightclub on the inside. Heck yeah! But so we'll uh, also have cannabis vendors set up there. Yeah, we got over fifteen vendors so far. And I just started this, like calling people yesterday. Nice. Let's go. It'll but definite like music, uh, drinks, vendors, dancers, different artists. Be a flow. Kinds. People will be flowing their fire. But it'll be a really good time. May 21st. What's the location on that? Uh, It's the First Street Flea Market Building. 823 East First Street. 823 East First Street. You know where that's at? Graffiti Building. You can't miss it. First Street and Highway 169. Or Highway 75. First Street, Highway 75. Right there. Yeah. But it's uh, 8 o'clock. So what time the DJ will go on? I'm sure like 10 o'clock will be the first band. So I've got people rapping. I've got some folk bands. I've got some trancey bands, like crazy ones. Nice. Uh, They play EDM music, the DJ. There's some jam bands coming. Some jam bands. Let's go. The local Tulsa music scene is starting to to hop again because I know they went through a struggle. They yeah. had a real, real tough time, so that's cool. That that's yeah, I think everyone kind of went, um, kind of hibernated for a little bit. After. Had to. They had yeah. no choice. Yeah. Yeah. One just kind of, you know, got 
a little complacent with that, but now it's like definitely ramping back up and definitely a thing again. That's cool. That's cool. Yep, it's going to be fun. And we'll have a full bar, and Kush will be providing the bar. Any requests? Push latte. <laughs> well, you know <laughs> that's going to be there. Yep, yep. Locked in on that. Hmm, that's awesome. No, we're uh, planning on doing um, margaritas and what is that other, the red one, <clears throat> Italian sounding one. Oh, sangria. Sangria. Love nice. sangria. Is this a free event? Yeah, free event. Let's go. Yep. That's awesome. First one's free. First time it's free. Next time you have to pay for it. Yep. <laughs> no, I just want to let people, community, come check it out because we want to keep doing them. So the first one, you know, come check it out yeah. and then you're going to see you want to do it again. Nice. I like that. Yeah. I have to say that our crawfish boils forty dollars to take it. Just had to throw that in there. But hey, it's all you can eat crawfish and live music. So yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. To bring it all back, you know, for full circle. Yeah. Is it a, a regular <laughs> annual event? That's what we're that's kind of what made me or reminded me of that. Yeah. Uh that's kind of Bean's vision. Willie is uh Bean's Farmer Green. That's kind of his vision is to make this an annual thing. And uh this will be the first one, so we'll see. Are you guys into crawfish? You into the boils and stuff? Um, I I don't know if I've ever been to a true no? crawfish. Yeah. I enjoy a or shrimp <laughs> boil, but yeah, I mean, I d- yeah, I feel like I don't eat a lot of crawfish, but I see it seems mm. similar to me. It's a process, apparently, and you have to know how to do it. Yeah, you have to twist their head, see, that's right? Just my mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, or a no, twist their tail. Fun. You grab by the tail and twist yeah, it. Twist right? You enjoy that? Oh yeah, I love them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, You're trying to eat anything not beef right now. I can tell. You're going to turn into that guy. Like when I was working construction, I've all the Mexican more beef in the past six months. Than yeah, I've eaten in the past the, five years. All the Mexican guys, they would, they'd just be like, "Please take us anywhere not Mexican. We don't want to eat Mexican." You're going to be like anything but beef. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. It's your life. But picanha, I'm telling you, picanha is super delicious. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, um, yeah. You've had picanha, yeah. Texas Day Brazil. Oh, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, so you can get it 101st in Sheridan. Yeah. And 81st in Sheridan, a place called Siggy's. Oh, yeah. They have picanha would, in there. Let's, that's a good what idea. picanha? Picanha is a Brazilian steak. It's a Bra- well, Brazilian Marshall sirloin. Well, teach you about it on his Instagram but stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's got a nice, like, it's got, like, a nice yeah. vein of fat right around. Yeah, right it's a whole line. cap of yeah. fat. Yeah. And cap of, that's a good way to, cut it, to describe it. And then... Yeah. yeah. Salt it. Well, that's you what I do with a tri-tip. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. The fat layer. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, yeah, but he like takes it and like literally coats it in Yeah, salt. you got to put it in this coarse salt. I don't even know. I've never even seen this stuff, but we got a little baggie of it up in the cupboard, and that's the only thing we use it for. Nice. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you <laughs> douse it. I like that. Douse it in salt. That's crazy. <sighs> I like to, you know, I like, this would be a good high to do some cooking on, I feel like. I'm a, I'm a like to, I'm a like a. If yeah, I, I can see high, that like or cook. eat. Actually, I would rather eat off of this. <laughs> that's what made me start going. Like so, I, what I love about springtime and crawfish stuff. I mean, there's some actual boils around town. Uh, the on seventy first out there. Like Ed's, you mean? Uh, okay, so you can go to Ed's. Yeah, you can go there and get the the stuff. And I think he does do a boil, but then 
there's different people that'll do them around town. Like there's, it's a, oh, it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just yeah. Mm-hmm. We go. Yeah. Uh, well, bars do them. Yeah. Some bars, bars do them. Uh, the, the bar and jinx, uh, right there on main street. Is it main yeah. street tavern? Is that what they're called? I can't remember. Elm street pub, Elm street pub. Yeah. They do one. Uh, we go to that. It's a, actually a really good it's a crawfish. Re- it's a really good. Yeah. yeah. It's a really How good. How long does this time. last? Uh, usually only a week. Okay. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, it's just like it's a season here. Right. Like the uh, people I, come and sell it <laughs> on the I streets. Guess. I don't know. <laughs> like it's weird. It's like, like get your season. fresh crawfish here. <laughs> but so so we recently I went to. Uh, have you guys seen the little restaurant? It's a seafood restaurant at Seventy First and Memorial called like Blue Coast or something. Juicy yeah. seafood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blue Coast. Yeah, I'd never been in there, but but she wanted to go. So okay, let's go. Was it go. good? Mm-hmm surprisingly really good nice. but it was really interesting of the demographics the the, the who owned it uh, who worked there like it was just oh is that the place that comes in the bag and it comes in the bag yeah like it was I I, feel it's so, so messy yeah so messy. i feel like i need a shower when i leave <laughs> yeah. there but it but it was it was tasty yeah, yeah it, it is was good. actually yeah. pretty good right like and i just sat there going with its decor and like it's like we're in Tulsa. I'm like this. Like this is really an interesting. <laughs> yeah, place, right. You know, like yeah, you definitely don't feel like you're in Tulsa when you're sitting in there. No, yeah. yeah. I, and I thought for a, a restaurant at 71st Memorial, that was pretty decent mm-hmm. for a crawfish boil. Man, I'm and they have hungry. it. They have it 24 seven. You know, I guess Dang. 365 days. Hey, you can get anything. But in there's Tulsa, a right? season. Yeah. Is there a season for know. crawfish? I mean, it feels like um, in I'm the southern part dinner. of the state, it's like. Pretty much all, like, there's always some, uh, somebody's having a crawfish boil, like, at their house or something, I feel like. Oh. You know, it's, like, well, a lot more spread out. So, it's, like, not necessarily like a season. months that you're not supposed to eat oysters oh, and clams true. and things like that. But I'm mm. sure there are seasons Well, it ends in Hawaii. Crawfish are just not Isn't that what it is? around yeah, here. Surely. Isn't that what it is? If, it ends, if the month ends in Hawaii... Yeah, I can't remember if that's when you yeah, are or aren't like supposed to eat them, but well, yeah. But people would have. I mean, I had a buddy Kevin, who's a Barracuda staff, and he uh, he does a crawfish boil every year. Well, it's yeah, um, like it's something about this time of year. Hmm. It's crawfish season or something. I don't know. Must be. It's probably mating season. So that's well, is that what it is? Scoop them all up. Probably so. It's har- about the harvest. You know, it's all it's all about <laughs> harvest. Everything's uh, about harvest. Uh, well, can't happen you, harvest. you officially got us high. Had a good yeah, little chat, yeah, man. Absolutely. Thanks so much. That's uh, that's enjoyable. Uh, where do people find you on social? Yep. So check us out on the Instagram, uh, spring dot farms. So spring fed farms, but you got a period in between. All right. So say that again. Spring dot farms. Okay. Yep. And uh, you can check us out there. Check out our grow rooms, man. Like we built that place ourselves. Like it's not. You know, it's not the fancy. It might not be the fanciest, but we did it ourselves, and and we're get as we are renovating, we are we're getting fancy. We got new uh, new all new lights, uh, new air conditioners, um, nice clean have, place. Yeah, sterile as can yep. be. Yep, exactly. Yep, and uh, I don't know. It's just we take a lot of pride in it. And we put it on. We we put it up there for people to see, so they they can kind of see where their medicine's coming from, and that's really why we do it. And it's an important part of the process. Awesome. Katie? 
Um, you can find us on Instagram at Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore and Kush Dispo Tulsa. For when the underscore gets deleted. Yeah. And that's the problem. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. And you can b- buy spring-fed flour here, too. That's yes, right. yes. Spring-fed fr- spring If they want to call and talk to you, Katie, what's the phone number? <laughs> you can call us at 918-742-CUSH, which is 5874. Nice. Yeah, overall, I'd say grab definitely grab some of this. Definitely. It'll be something I come back for. And you know what else is on the menu right now? Some ice cream cake. That was fire. Yes. Oh, that's what we smelled earlier. Oh, my God. Real oh, sweet. Yeah. Little little buds, little, yeah. little so popcorn good. buds. Mm. Yep. That's yeah. He, he opened it up. He goes, come smell this. And I go, oh. Dude, that, hold on. I need <laughs> one more. Hold on. Hold that on. strain. Let me smell it again. The reason we have the popcorn buds is because all the A's went like that. It's awesome whenever you have a good flower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Man, yep. thanks so much for what you're doing for us patients. Really appreciate it. Hey, that's why we do it. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.